Welcome back to the Fan Wagon Podcast. Can you believe it? After a hiatus of almost a year, Leo and myself, Joey, finally get our lives in order to bring the podcast back to where it belongs, to you. All it took was a Raptors-Warriors final. And of course, as a couple of Celtics fans from the Bay Area and Canada, you know we have a lot to say about it, and it was enough fuel to light this fire. We also have some big news as well that we're going to get into in this podcast. We're not only going audio, but going into the video realm as well. Yeah, there is plenty to get to in this podcast, so let me waste no more time. Welcome aboard the fan wagon. Let's go. gone by it doesn't seem like that it, it feels like we did this a few few months ago and, and knowing that it's been a year is, is crazy but that just shows you that time flies when when you're adulting right yeah and we knew we had to do it when your golden state warriors nope that was said correct. sarcastically <laughs> my again sarcastically toronto raptors are meeting in the nba final yes did not think we would see that this day ever Maybe not ever, but definitely not in this era. But here we are. So I think that's enough reason to reboot the podcast. If, the, if there's no other reason, that's, that has to be the best one. It does. It does. I know uh, a lot of the fans here are excited, unfortunately. Uh, there's a lot of uh, bandwagoner fans who all of a sudden you know, think that the Raptors are really nothing to uh, worry about when in reality you guys are one of the best teams in, in the East. Or I should say they are because I know you're a big Celtics fan like myself. But, yeah, it's, it's crazy that they're, they're meeting in the finals. All right, before we get to it, though, we, we do have a little bit of explaining to do. Yes. It's been a long time. Uh, we didn't mean for it to be this long, but as these things happen, life kind of got in the way. Uh, personally, the last time we had a show, I was living in North Bay, Ontario. So we can't even use the North Bay on Canada, North Bay, California anymore. Uh, I moved to Regina, Saskatchewan, which is basically smack dab in the middle of Canada. Um from what I hear, Kyrie Irving visited here once uh, and saw that it was so flat that he mm-hmm. believed the entire earth was flat. Mm-hmm. Happened here in Regina. Um, but yeah, and I'm moving again to, to Edmonton. So the, all this change in my life is, uh, you know, part of my reason anyway, as to why uh, we had to put this on hold. And I'm very excited to get back. And, you know, you had some stuff going on in your life as well, which also kind of hampered our ability. Yeah, big career change. So I recently have left Apple of about eight years of being with the company, and I joined a new company named Talent International as a technical recruiter. Uh, so that's something that I never thought I would ever say. However, I, I'm loving it. Been there for about uh, three to four weeks. Uh, it's a great change of scenery. The the just everything in general of recruiting is is fun. I love it. And outside of that, too, my side business with videography has taken off. I've actually booked about seven weddings I'm going to be filming this year in partnership with uh, a buddy, John of mine. Uh, he has about four weddings that he's booked. So we've been filming a lot of weddings on the weekends, too. So it feels like my week uh, consists of recruiting Monday through Friday and then Saturday and Sunday. It is either filming a wedding or it is editing a video so it definitely definitely don't uh, sleep much now yeah no kidding but hey we also have some other exciting news oh yes yeah we uh we're actually so we went from no podcast for a year to rebooting the podcast but even taking it a step further uh in the very near future 
we have the contract in place. It's just got to just got to dot some I's and cross some mm-hmm. T's, but mm-hmm. uh, we will be bringing the show to Twitch. Uh, for those of you that don't understand what Twitch is, would you're just like me, really. Uh, it is a user interface or a, uh, a video streaming service that uh, was designed originally for gaming. So those who play video games, you could watch other people play video games and uh, you'd watch it online on this Twitch app. Well, it's diversifying now and there's a little bit more uh, talk content. And Leo and myself have decided we are going to dip our toe in the Twitch pool. We got an itch for Twitch and we're going <laughs> to scratch it. Uh, exactly. So that, that'll be coming out. Uh, we hope in June that was the plan again. Um, you know, it's going to, there's still some stuff we have to figure out. We are new to it, um, but we are very much looking forward to the opportunity um, and bringing this to video. So you can see how extremely handsome we are in real extremely life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, see, I will have a standard definition camera and, uh, <laughs> you know, we're going to go with that. Might even be black and white, might even be blurred, but we will be on video. We will be there. It's going to be great too, because as you mentioned, a lot of Twitch is or Twitch is really known for more so just streaming video games and watching that play. But it is branching out. I know our take on it is going to be a spin on sports, travel, and culture. You know, being that you are in Canada, me being here in the states, uh, there are some similarities, but a lot of differences as well. Um, so I, honestly, I can't wait. I really, really can't wait. I'm really excited too. But we, let's let's get to why we're here, man. Yes. Again, I know we focus on a lot of basketball. We have in the past. Um, we can't help it. It's kind of the sport that brought us together. And, you know, and, and this is a big one for us. As we made it known before, and we will give you the reminder, we both are partial to the Celtics. It's what's brought us together. We met in Boston. Um, we live in areas where there is a much more popular team than the team that we root for. Uh, Leo being from San Francisco, it's obviously Golden State. Myself being from Canada, it's obviously the Toronto Raptors. And we do have our issues uh, with the, uh, I, I want to say the quality, but maybe the, uh, how would you put it? I, I honestly, I say quality. The legitimacy, quality, uh, uh, legitimacy of the that's fandom. The word. That's mm-hmm. the word we're looking for. Yeah. So, you know, it, the legitimacy has been questioned. Um, but here we are, Leo, the... Toronto Raptors taking on the Golden State Warriors in the NBA Finals, something that we didn't think was coming. Now, this is different for you because your market has been doing this for a while now. This is, Mm -hmm. what, the fifth straight finals that involves the Golden State Warriors. So is this just becoming like clockwork for you now? Are you knowing what to expect from the people in the Bay Area? Have they been following year long? Was there any doubt throughout the year? What's it been like out there? Honestly, I don't think that a lot of people have doubts. I think once KD joined, it was a given that every year that he was a part of the team, especially adding Boogie Cousins this year, that it was pretty much a given that they were going to make the finals every straight year, which is sad. I mean, when you actually look at the uh, Western Conference and all the competition out there, it, it's just truly unfair that you have to go through a juggernaut in order to actually make the finals. Uh, and a lot of times you don't actually make the finals because you have to go through that juggernaut of Golden State Warriors. But the the fan base here, I would say for the most part, they uh, they they had some fear when when Katie went out recently. But uh, for the most part, they they had you know they all knew that the Warriors would make it. But what what just really ticks me about this is that they're just that confident. They're just like you know it doesn't matter who we have, what we have, we still got the Splash Brothers. We have the best team in the West, and you know all this. We're gonna make it, and we're gonna destroy everybody. And seeing how easily they beat the Houston Rockets, which was probably their closest competition in the West, uh, 
it made it a, a tough time being a basketball fan in San Francisco because then you heard, oh, they beat the Rockets, blah, blah, blah. Now we're going to destroy anybody who comes out the East. The Celtics didn't even make it past Milwaukee, blah, blah, blah. So it's been a very challenging uh, last few, a couple of weeks living here because of the quote-unquote fandom uh, of the, the Warrior fans here as well as the sadness of uh, not really living up to the expectations that we had a year ago for ourselves, it's but, but I think it was definitely given that they were going to make the uh, the Warriors are going to make the finals. Unfortunately, yeah, here in Toronto, it was, it's I say here in Toronto, I'm not in Toronto, but the the Canadian fan base, the Raptors fans, and they are national. Uh, you know, yes. I'm living two thousand kilometers away from where the Raptors are playing, and there's fans out here in a place that isn't ex- exactly known for its basketball, more its. Uh, football canadian football particularly the home of the saskatchewan rough riders and hockey and curling um but basketball is taking a bit of a front seat now uh i didn't know how i felt about it because you know going into the going into the series the i thought that milwaukee and i'd said this from the start that i thought milwaukee was last year's raptors yes and we had this conversation last year mm-hmm. where the raptors focused too much on the regular season it was that was too much of an accomplishment for mm-hmm. the Raptors they, that it was, and it, they lost sight of where it matters in the playoffs. Um, but that said, when they went through it, you know, it was that building. Now they've done this a few times. They've been to conference finals before they've been upset in the second round by Cleveland. And it was always LeBron that was doing it. <laughs> LeBronto. <laughs> LeBronto. Exactly. My yeah. favorite t-shirt. Yeah. Um, that said, this year, I thought Milwaukee was that team. So I, when they were going into the conference final, I thought for sure Toronto was going to go in and just kind of maybe not roll them, but I thought they were going to, you know, show them and, and really upset them. But then those two games happened. Yeah. And I was like, man, the Raptors are the Raptors. This this is over. Like, you know, and, I, and then not only that, when they lost game three, it was in that double overtime game. And I'm thinking if I'm Milwaukee, there's no other way I'd want to lose a game. Yeah. You lose that game in double overtime their star player played 52 minutes i thought the raptors were done and i could never get a read on that series it was insane and you can just feel the momentum from the fans and i will give it this leo there are some true fans out there right there are people it is a little different i think than than golden state in california you don't have the choice there are people that grew up playing basketball you know mostly from the vince carter era that's really what sparked it yeah. Uh, and the Carter effect is real. Uh, there are guys that re- remember the Arujo days and the Bargnani days and all these players that never panned out. Um, the missed shot that was 15 years earlier that Kawhi made up for. And it's starting to feel now that they're in the finals, it's really starting to feel. And I think a lot of Canadian listeners would agree. Uh, it's got that same kind of feeling that the Vancouver Olympics had in 2010, where it's, become the source of national pride wow. right and it's it, it, it's becoming real now now this is it's a real team uh the fans are real they're people that are on this ride for the first time but it's these experiences i think that make real fans uh these aren't people that were cheering for the lakers before they just legit did not know basketball before this yeah. they're being introduced to the sport and i think it's made it's going to be a huge cultural change much like the blue jays actually in 1992 93 when they won their world series right so it's actually in a way increased my respect for the fans a little bit because now there's a little bit more confidence to them. They're not, it's not as much of the, the, the making up as to why, or 
over glorifying people. Like it's legit. Kawhi Leonard is one of, if not the best basketball player in the game right now in these last few weeks. And it's they the team has this championship mentality that I just I've always said for years didn't exist. And I said last year, if they didn't win last year, they're never going to win. Not expecting that trade (laughs) for Kawhi Leonard. But even with Kawhi Leonard this whole season, I thought they're just, you know, it's just not enough. And now I don't know what to think because they're going into this series. I I want to say Golden State's going to sweep them. They're a better team on paper by far. But, you know, there's been moments like this in the past. LeBron James with the Heat and uh, who do they play? Dallas? It, Dallas? That, when Dallas won mm-hmm. their championship, mm-hmm. right? It was kind of similar feeling to this one-star player they have to guard and they can't do it. So it's um, it's kind of opened my eyes a little bit. Um, I think it's adding a little bit of legitimacy to the Raptors, which I like to see as yeah. a Canadian. My team's out. I like to see them do well. But um, it hasn't been annoying. It's actually been quite fun to watch this and see a fan base realize, see a fan base grow and see a fan base realize that there's there's a this is a real team now this is this is a team this is it and everybody's buying in and you're seeing it right across the country that the excitement's there no one's talking about hockey oh you know the stanley cup playoffs started yesterday yeah and i i've heard next to nothing on the stanley cup playoffs and it's all basketball here and it's kind of cool to see yeah it's it's amazing honestly you can see the fandom in uh, just watching the game, Toronto fans are just you know Canadian fans in general. I really do think they they have in the last few years, as you said, they've embraced basketball as a whole and really showcased their love for the actual team. Whereas here in, in the Bay Area, it's like a lot of people grew up either you know way back in the early two thousands, you were a Kings fan because you know the Mike Bibby, Pedro Stojakovic days, right? That was hot. Or you were a Lakers fan because of the Shaq and Kobe era, and then you know later on Kobe again with Paul Gasol. And then now they're Warriors fans. It's, it's annoying that you see a lot of people bounce around, whereas in Canada, I feel like you didn't really see that often, right? A lot of people genuinely did like the actual Raptors, but they weren't crazy about them because they weren't crazy good, you know? Um, it wasn't until that trade. It, they Now that LeBron is out of the East, that is definitely a big factor because that's a juggernaut you don't have to go through, and, and that's the same thing for the Celtics as well because we've struggled going through LeBron over the last decade or so. But... Um, but that that trade for for Leonard it was it was crucial and 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 not only that I think another trade midseason that helped helped uh, the Raptors out was Marcus Hall I think that was a brilliant move I, I really do think you you picked up a center who can play defense still and actually can shoot you know sometimes he he he's uh, indecisive when he wants to actually play you know or, or play offense or shoot uh often but you know he's a legit scorer he he played defense he's a team first guy good attitude and you know I shed a tear on uh. The other day during uh, when he, when they won the uh, Eastern Conference Finals, he was like, "This goes for this is for Tony Allen. This is for uh, Mike Conley and everybody, Zach Rudolph, right? Everybody a part of the Grizz Nation too. Like they're with me here." And to me, that that hit home because it showed that he genuinely cared. And I know Kyle Lowry's thinking the same thing for DeRozan. It's like you know, I planned on doing this with my best friend. You know, unfortunately, the trade happened. I'm still proud to do this for the city or the. Uh, country of Canada but you know this is also for DeRozan too he should have came out and said that but yeah the, the fan base is, is way more uh, authentic in my opinion in, in Canada when it comes to the Raptors versus the actual Warriors here and you know not to knock a lot of the Warriors fans here because there's a lot of good Warriors fans but there's just more bandwagoners that outweigh the actual you know true to heart Warriors fans but yeah I never thought 
you know, I never thought the Raptors would make it this far. I, I truly believe it was going to be Boston 1, Milwaukee 2, Philly 3, especially when they made that trade for uh, both Jimmy Butler and Harris. I'm like, oh, yeah, they got one of the best starting fives in, in, in the entire league. They're going to make it far. And they had a decent bench, too. But uh, but going back to what you're saying, I don't believe the Warriors will sweep them. I'm actually thinking the Raptors in six, being me because Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant's officially out of game one. Yeah. Probably going to be game two, in my opinion. Going to play game three in the rest of the remainder of the series. I think Marcus Cousins is going to come back game two. Not going to be a big factor because he's going to be slowed down by the injury. Yeah, Marcus Gasol is a bigger guy who can actually knock him down, put that weight on him, who's going to you know disrupt him and bother him. And also the Raptors have a bench in which the uh, the Warriors don't. So unless two out of the three top you know uh, you know superstars of the Warriors catch heat, like you know the Splash Brothers and, and KD when KD comes back, I really think the Raptors can give them run for the money. But it really all depends if uh, Leonard is healthy because you know the last few games he has been limping, hasn't been 100. percent Same thing with Lowry. If he's not good to go, Lowry, in my opinion, is the he is the 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 factor for the for the Raptors. If he doesn't play like playoff Lowry, like he has the last few years where he scores two points or no points, you know, in a, in a playoff game, which is laughable, especially with the contract he's, he's earning right now. But he is the key to the Raptors. If he can actually lock in and play like he has the last three games of the uh, Eastern Conference Finals, I really do think the Raptors will win it all. And it's also, I want them to win it all because I don't want to be here with another parade that, <laughs> oh my God, a parade, blah, blah, blah. And then they're coming and moving into San Francisco uh, the following year, which is which is depressing for me. But that's for another episode. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a, that's a whole other layer to pull yeah. off. But you yeah. know what? I, I just, I'm not calling anything. Yeah. These whole playoffs have been, you know, from the NHL, the NBA, it's been a weird year Agreed. for the playoffs. You know, even you look at the Final Four, Milwaukee, Toronto, and Portland and Golden State like it was it's just it's so weird but you know going back to the Toronto and I remember the the shot yeah Kawhi Leonard shot to beat Philly in game seven and it was that like the the bounce it was the way it happened it's crazy there's so many years where things didn't go the Raptors way they didn't get the bounce and it wasn't a sure shot swish it was that moment where, ev- and if you watch the game over, there is about 0.8 seconds, 0.8 of <laughs> a second, where, where it's silent. Yeah. Dead silent. Yeah. There is nothing Crazy. happening except the ball bouncing four times and then it falls. And you can almost feel at the time. I remember thinking, is that the shot that got them over the hump? Just the way it happened. The, the bounce finally went their way where it could be. You know, the team, the fans can say, okay, like we will get the bounce. We are good. And we you know, believe, you got to yeah. be good to create the luck. Yeah. And it was the way that it happened. I'm thinking, is this going to be the monumental shot that changes the course of history for the Toronto Raptors after being around for 25 years or whatever it's been. And then, you know, then they go to the Eastern conference final and fall back to grind their way in a Raptors way to win game three and then win four straight against the team that didn't even lose three straight since November. It's exactly crazy and i was like it, it was just it, it's it started to kind of sink in where this is a reality and i honestly think at this point it is a, a win regardless of whether or not they win the finals like to put it in perspective i was back in ontario for a wedding on the saturday on the game the night of the game yeah and just so happens these are big sports fans uh where we were did not have very good cell reception uh it was they had wi-fi but it was shoddy well they brought in a television and a laptop to stream the game 
and they had the game streaming on this TV, the dance floor was empty. Wow. Empty. There was not a person on it. And I got a video of it on my Twitter and uh, on Instagram. And you can see the bride, her dad, yeah. her new husband, the wedding party, every guest there watching the game at times Just, cheering like, yeah. let's go Raptors. And then when the game's over, they're celebrating, I think, harder than they did for the actual <laughs> wedding itself. Exactly. But it's insane. Basketball did that yeah. in Canada. Yeah. And there's a lot of people there. I'm looking. They're not basketball fans, all of them. You know, there's some that are. But everybody, and, and not only that, Leo, we're talking like older people. People that didn't grow up with basketball. Like yeah. People in their 50s, maybe 60s, that have not missed a Raptors game since the playoffs started. And I hear that. We had a shuttle bus, and I heard two people talking about that. And this is real. Yeah, this, no. is, this is a real situation happening where the Raptors are becoming a little more legitimate and they are attracting new fans. Now, don't get me wrong. Once they start losing again, it's going to scale right back. Oh, yes. But they are getting more fans than they did. So even there's fans now that have an interest in this team that even when they're losing, they're going to be interested in and be like those traditional fans that are going to want to be pissed at their team sucks yeah. and are going to talk about it and carry that conversation. And I think this is a, a huge point in history. And I don't think it matters whether or not they win this, this series. I, I, if they win great, but I think just the fact they got over the hump and got into the NBA finals, they're going to be in on national television. The only show in, in the country or in North America with yeah. the golden state warriors for four to seven games. You know, that's never happened before. It's an and, incredible. Uh, it, it is. And, you know, and, and I'm I'm very happy for it. You know, growing up, I mean, the Raptors even had a huge influence on myself. Like, we watched the Raptors all the time. I was a Celtics fan. But, I mean, you're going to get the Raptors games in Canada. That's the one you get, especially before you league pass and all these things when we were, you know, we Existed. were just kids. Yeah. So, it's, uh, it, it's good to see in that sense. But uh, I don't think they're going to get through the finals. I, I honestly, like, I my gut wants to tell me it's they're out in four. But... I don't believe my gut anymore yeah, because the of feeling. the way it's been. And exactly. like, I, I like some of the things you bring up, but one thing I want to bring up as we kind of shift the conversation this way is we're talking about free agency, right? And I know this is probably huge where you are with Kevin Durant, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and what's going to happen to him after this year, uh, Kawhi Leonard in Toronto. So there's these two very similar storylines with the two best players on each team. Uh, their future is uncertain after the next week and a half when the season's all said and done. So there's almost, the storylines overshadowing the storyline of the final because we're talking, you know, is Kawhi going to go to the Clippers? Mm -hmm. Is Durant going to go to the Knicks? Is is uh, not Lowry uh, uh, Kyrie uh, Ky Kyrie going to join go to Brooklyn? Durant in New York yeah, yeah. or Brooklyn? Yeah. Now the, the conversation that started here now is well, Kawhi doesn't mind Toronto, right? Well, he's always he's always like Toronto now, and I'm, I'm gonna throw this out there and mm -hmm. then I want to get your take on it because Kevin Durant has been on record saying he likes Mississauga, Ontario, which is like a, a city. Oh, I wouldn't call it a <laughs> suburb, but right beside, yeah. you know, Toronto, he likes Toronto. He's, he's friends with Drake and Toronto's not in the conversation. Now, the one thing about Kevin Durant is he's his own dude does what he wants, right? Like he was in Oklahoma city. Then he said, no matter what everybody thought, I'm going to Golden State. I want to be part of Silicon Valley. I want to set myself up for after basketball and, you know, get into that whole tech thing while playing basketball for the greatest team, win some championships. Well, now you have a guy in, in uh, Kawhi Leonard who is 
openly said he he doesn't mind the city. He's open to it. He likes the city now that the shock is gone of being traded, uh, you know, from San Antonio. You have a guy who's openly talked about liking Toronto, who's openly friends with Drake, and now is seeing this team in the NBA Finals. Uh, and here's a guy who doesn't like the media much, where you still get the spotlight in the city of Toronto. It's the fourth biggest market in North America, maybe third. I don't know yeah. if Chicago's above or below, but it's it's around there. It's up there. Um, so the media is not going to be quite as harsh on you as they would be in, say, you know, Golden State, L.A., New York. And right now, this is what the biggest recruiting tool. We keep talking about recruiting in this this era. The Toronto fans, Drake included, and we'll get to Drake in a second, mm-hmm. but they have for two two to four games, right? Because they have the home advantage two to four games of the best recruiting you're going to be able to do. Oh, great. To the, this place where they talk about the fans and the atmosphere, you have these games to sell yourself to these players and make yourself an opportunity. Because my dark horse in this race for the recruiting that is, or for the, uh, the free agent signing is not even Kawhi staying in Toronto is I can totally see Kevin Durant, blindsiding everybody and saying i want to sign with toronto if i and if he can sign a couple other of uh, people that he feels is going to get them to the next level and right now you have a stage there's a stage here that is going to be the best recruiting tool it might not work both players might end up in different places but here's your one chance that no player you know can can talk anybody else into the fans will talk the whole drake thing will talk and I think there's a good opportunity for Toronto to try and re- recruit some big star players who want to play there because of the stage they have right now. Yeah, no, that's a great take. And honestly, I'm not too opposed to it, but I, my gut is telling me neither is going to sign there. I really do think that Kevin Durant is, he's a very emotional as we, as we all know, right. With the burner Twitter accounts, we all know those things, right. I do think he wants to, be known as better than LeBron James up there in the Jordan conversation. So I don't think he'll get that that spotlight in Toronto as much, you know, versus if he goes to somewhere like LA or, or to New York. I my gut is telling me he's going to he's going to the Knicks. I think Katie is going to sign with the Knicks. I think they'll get one other person over there. I don't believe it's going to be Kyrie. I do think Kyrie is going to stay true to his word, saying he's going to resign in Boston, especially knowing that we're probably going to get rid of um Jalen Brown and Terry Rozier and a few others. If not, you know, then maybe Jason Tatum, we'll see. But uh, in regards to uh, Kawhi Leonard, I think Kawhi is staying true to his word. He's going to L.A. I really do think he's going to be a Clipper or he's going to be a Laker. I, I don't know if he wants to play with LeBron like that. If I was him, and just like most people, they feel the best fit would be the Clippers because you have a, a solid coach in Doc Rivers, good GM, good ownership, right? You're... you're um, your team is full of young, upcoming players that rel- they play relatively well. Uh, you have some good veterans on there as well. You know, let's let's see if they resign Pat Beverly, but it's a good place to be. Uh, and then you can compete against LeBron really on a nightly basis. You know, LeBron. You know, Kawhi is old school. He loves that competition. He doesn't care about I need to go join a super team like a KD did to build his legacy and things like that. But his legacy, KD, it is. Um, is always going to have an asterisk, at least to me and, and a lot of other people that I talk to regarding his situation. But um, I, Toronto, it would be a dark horse. I, I can't say 100% I don't think that will happen. There's a lot of pros of what you just mentioned on why he should go there. And I, I definitely think that it's something that he should consider. But I just think with the um, 
with the uncertainty with, with some of the the uh, the players that they have and Lowry not being consistent in his play, I don't think that's enough for him to say, "Hey, I need to go join this." Um, but yeah, that'd be interesting. But but one thing I want to ask you because I see this all over social media, and um, I've heard it from other Canadian friends of mine as well too. But what's your take that Kawhi Leonard is the best Raptor of all time after one season? A lot of people are stating that after one season. They're not just stating that, Leo. They're stating he's the best Toronto athlete. And I said Toronto with every Toronto Torontonian is going to eat me yeah. up for that. <laughs> Toronto. Toronto. But they're saying they're the, he's the best Toronto athlete ever. Wow. Ever. That's Blue Jays, Maple Leafs, Raptors, uh, who am I missing? The Argonauts. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so, so, so my take on that is is – I think it's a pitch to keep him, you know, hey, we love you. The, the cities or the country's behind you. Stay here, right? But I don't agree with that because I, I think about what he did. Like, granted, yes, you know, this season got they got over that hump. But, again, you have to factor in LeBron moving and, and the Celtics not really playing to the, their standard or whatnot. But I think Vince Carter, in my opinion, is probably, to me, the greatest rapper because of what he did for basketball in Canada. You know, yeah. what he did and that change he brought – it hasn't been met in my opinion. And that's why I think when I think the greatest Raptor, it's, it's always been Vince Carter for me. Yeah. I, and I do, I do think, um, you know, there, it's just the way it went down when Carter left, there was a lot of animosity with him because he wanted out. He yes. didn't want to stay, which is why, if you recall, when this whole thing was, when the whole deal was done to bring Leonard, people were really upset because DeMar DeRozan wanted to stay in Toronto. That was that complex, you know, yeah. Someone wants to be here. We have to hold on to him. Here's a guy who wants to be a Raptor because it's always been the issue. Yeah, I would argue that Kawhi might be as important in for the Raptors in franchise history as Vince Carter because it's the guy that got him over the hump. You know, it's kind of like the Magic Johnson, Larry Bird uh, saved the NBA. Yeah, and then Michael Jordan launched it. Exactly. That's kind of that same thing. Like Vince Carter is what made the team relevant. And was their first superstar, you know, first shoe deal, the dunk contest, put the Raptors on the map, made them cool. Yeah. Um, and then it was Kawhi Leonard who didn't care about making them cool. It was about making them a champion. That's something that Vince Carter couldn't do during his time here and really anywhere after that, right? So yeah. I'm, I would say it's just a different kind of important. And I think he's probably had the biggest impact in the shortest amount of time than any other Raptor. Oh, Even Vince agree. Carter took some time to build up, right? So I, I, have, I don't know. I can't jump on board with the best athlete ever in the city, like out yeah. of all the sports teams. And that's only because I've never really sat down to think about every single athlete that's been here, especially when you start looking at the hockey players from back in the day. I mean, from a pure athletic standpoint, maybe if we're talking about just physical specimen, sure. I, you know, uh, the hockey players of the day were not really known to be athletic. They were just good hockey players. Um, but that's, that's a little bold. I just wanted to throw another thing too. You were talking about, you know, the pros and cons of, of going to Toronto. Well, Talking about legacy, there is a little bit of a difference, I think, from L.A. to Toronto because L.A. is always going to – like the Clippers will always be the little brother to the Lakers. Mm -hmm. um, they will eventually win a championship. They'll eventually – you know, they're already starting to be the, the better team than the Lakers. Um, but the difference is with Toronto, they have this weird advantage because they are – they're a, a team in another country mm -hmm. uh, with its own loyal backing that's probably – bigger than most would imagine just because again like toronto's a city of almost four million people but then you have the rest of the country it has no other team to really cheer for exactly. as a home team now if a kevin durant or even Kawhi, if he wins this i then i will buy into yeah he will be the most important raptor of all time because he 
it's a legacy thing now. He'll win a second championship, but he'll be the first player to bring a championship to another country that in league history. So even if they don't win this year and Durant comes here or comes to Canada and does that, when you start talking about LeBron thing, that's something LeBron can't compete with at all. Like then it comes down to it. It's not even about numbers. And that's like, he did it with three different teams or sorry, two different teams in two different countries. You know, and I, I think that for a guy like uh, you can't take that away. That'll always be a historical thing. You know, it's, you know, you win one for the first team. That's something. But if you win it for a f- team's first in another country, that's history that stays with you forever. And, forever. you know, a guy like Durant, it, it's not going to get buried. You know, that in fact, it'll probably raise the prominence of the Raptors in that championship if it were a guy like uh, Kevin Durant. So the, there are plenty of pros that I, I don't think we're, we're fully exploring in the overall conversation. Um, I'm not saying it's a sure thing. It's definitely my dark horse, but I just wouldn't be surprised either. And I don't know if, you know, a guy like Durant, who's probably will just make the decision overnight one day, if someone comes up to him and, and or this experience touches him, you just, you, you never, never know. know. Exactly. You, know, you never know. So it's, it's going to be awesome. I wanted to ask you about this now too. What was your take on Drake? Uh, with his antics. I th- I think it was a little too much. I mean, it's, uh, Yes, you're paying top dollar to sit courtside or whatnot, but but still, you don't want to get involved in, in the coach in the game. You don't want to be a distraction. You're there to appreciate the sport, be a fan of the sport, right? Let the players do their thing. Um, wasn't a fan of it, but I think it got blown out of proportion. You know, I don't think it was that much of a big deal uh, as much as they make it. But that's again, that's today's society. Anything that you do uh, gets on social media, the news channels. They actually up up the ante and, and make it this big thing it wasn't that big of a deal but yeah i i do think he should have stayed on the uh on the, in his seat and just you know just hung out there but going back to real fast i want to connect on on Kawhi leonard i want to see from your perspective being in canada and, and you know connecting with others uh there how would you feel if what would your feelings towards Kawhi leonard be if let's say you were to not win the championship and then he leaves the following year would you have hate and animosity towards him or will you actually still respect him for what he did uh, and and i want you to answer on behalf of you and also of others uh from your conversations with other rappers fans no one's thought about it to be honest i think everybody's in the moment right now um it'd be great if he stays again for them for the, the fans of toronto um but I, I honestly, that conversation has, is not a conversation up here. It is all about this series. I've never actually seen a more in the moment fan base situation than than what I'm seeing right now. Uh, from my perspective, that's exactly what you trade him for. It was an all or nothing trade. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. It was an all or nothing trade. So if that's exactly what you wanted to do, you were going to have another year of mediocrity. You were going to, you know, keep overpaying DeRozan and Lowry to get knocked out in the second and third round. Mm-hmm. You're, you were never going to win the championship with that roster. If he wins a championship and leaves, you literally did what you had to do. You got the, the team and now you have a tool to rebuild because you're not just that team still chasing championship. When you blow it up, you can still, exploit that championship as a tool like you're coming to a team with a winning history yeah. right when you're trying to land a free agent or, or develop a rookie you know like this is what this is what our standard is now we have a standard and it is a championship every team says that but until you actually win one it's hard to sell that as the expectation agree a hundred percent you make that trade a hundred times over knowing the outcome right yeah. just the fact they made it to the finals it's already been a win already a win. no Agreed. no one no one is talking about demar derozan anymore 
Yeah. That that was basically put out within like by November latest yeah. this year. And now especially, you know, he'll always get cheers when he comes. He'll always be a fan favorite. He'll always be one of the amongst, amongst the highest sold jerseys in Raptors history, mm-hmm. the Rosen that is. But man, you know, Usai Majiri made a ballsy call. He did. Ballsy. And a couple of ball- you fired the coach of the year and you bring in a guy who I never heard of before he came here. Yeah. And then you trade your star player or your fan favorite player for Leonard. Then you trade Valanchunas, which is another guy that people yeah. are like, what? Like, you know, Valanchunas is our future. Well, yeah. that's paying off pretty well now, too, because I haven't heard his name since he went to Memphis. So but he's been balling you know, out in Memphis, though. He's been doing extremely well there uh, during the, uh, the regular season. But where are they? Right? Like, that's what I mean. Like, you, you made these moves. You have a guy, that a grizzled veteran. Grizzled, grizzlies, whatever. <laughs> you have a, in, in Gasol, that's that's pushing them forward. So, 100%, you they yeah. won that trade. The trade's already been won. You can't, you can't look back. You've accomplished something you've never accomplished before. And that was the whole point for this trade. You are now on the echelon of NBA Finals. Yes. There are some teams that would kill for that. And this was a team that had a long history with a like a pretty loyal fan base, but also a lot of bandwagoners in the last few years, they were making the playoffs. But now like you've actually, those bandwagoners are now becoming legitimate, like learning the history of the team, knowing about the Vince Carter shot. I don't know if everybody knew about that, Yeah, especially the ones that weren't alive for it, or at least were too young to remember the Vince <laughs> Carter shot. Exactly. You know, it's it, so now it's, it, it's created this kind of educational system about the team. You win. This is going to go down as the greatest Raptors season in history, maybe the greatest Raptors roster, you know, put together. And that's including, you got to think there was a roster once that had Tracy McGrady and Vince Carter on the same team, along with Anthony Davis. Like they, they've had some good teams. It's yeah. just never a team that was able to accomplish this. So the trades won. You can't be mad if he leaves next year and you can't hold animosity because he didn't choose to go there. He was traded. There and he that's is. no commitment. And that's this. the exact answer that I would, I would hope that every Raptors fan and just any basketball fan in general would have it. He didn't want to go there. However, he made the best of it. He didn't quit on his team. He played his ass off all season that he was actually playing. And then this last Eastern Conference Finals, he was just balling out. He's he's definitely, if not top two, the best player in the actual world. He is just something different. So I yeah, think I, most of them will be like that, though, because it's almost to a fault that Raptors, fan, Raptors fans, but just Toronto fans in general, love applauding a former player sometimes yeah not deservingly so and so a guy does this i can't i can't imagine a world where Kawhi leonard comes back next year as a visiting player and gets booed i would be incredibly shocked and borderline appalled if that happened and i would again the, the respect that i've been gaining for raptors fans would be lost in a heartbeat if that happened i have no problem saying that with, with today's nba he's not gonna get booed but he's gonna have a welcome back video a tribute video <laughs> when he comes back well, yeah thank you for I, one see, year and i don't know i think they, they might but it won't be to that extent like you yeah. know the paul pierce game that we were at yeah i don't think it would be to that extent uh paul pierce and garnett but there there'd have to be because he won he legitimately would have won you your only championship even at this point he he got you to the nba finals yeah. so there would have to be some sort of acknowledgement but i don't think it would be as heartfelt as you know the, the some of the players with a, a longer tenure there but for sure you'll have, you'll have some sort of video and i couldn't blame him for it he he's made the biggest impact on your team and he was only there for a matter of months that'd be so the, the... i think their biggest priority is just you know keep keep massaging his ego you know keep 
the uh, the free food keep stuff this, going on. this energy up yeah, yeah keep give them the free condo give them the free rest all the there's a whole bunch of Kauai eats free yeah, uh, stickers yeah. going up at restaurants in toronto awesome. you know keep that up and just make them make them stay like they you you have to make them stay because the, like that's that is going to be your tool i i honestly think that is your most realistic option right now and if he does stay you have a shot for the next few years like this guy is in his prime and he's in got some prime. prime left so if he stays it could be scary it, but it i do i can i say my piece about drake now yeah do it do it because i couldn't disagree with you more. <laughs> yeah i was i was 100 percent okay with it and i'll, I'll tell you why <laughs> you know you go into an arena any arena in the NBA as an as a NBA player. And the longer you play, I'm sure the less it affects you. But you and I go out there and we start chirping a player. What does it do? Nothing. Yeah. But when Drake chirps you, now you got to understand Drake right now where he stands is, you know, probably the most popular hip hop artist uh, in the world right now. And if you play for the Raptors, that's probably a bit of an ego boost when the guy you listen to to pump, you know, get pumped up for games and listen to the plane and want to get invited to his parties mm-hmm. is at your game wearing your team colors you and on. getting amped. Now, and I want to bring this up. Think of every time you saw Jay Z at a, at a Brooklyn game. What was he doing? Oh, Sitting high there five over, yeah. You know, elbows in his knees, just yeah. kind of being cool, right? It was yeah. all about the image. You know what Drake forgets about when he's at a Raptors game? His image. Oh, yeah. He's a legitimate fan he is. going crazy. Yeah. And yeah, like, sure, maybe cross the line, giving the coach a massage, but it's not like he went and slapped the other coach in the face. Uh, you know what I mean? And the, yeah. as long as their coach has no problem with it, I don't see a problem with it. That's kind of the reality of basketball. There's no boundary between the players and the fans. That's kind of the the magic about it. But my thing, again, is, and oh, Leo, people were complaining about it here, like le- legitimate Toronto fans. You know, again, usually in the older demographic and oh, yeah. hockey fans, you know, originally and just tuning into this Raptors thing, not a big fan of this new culture that they're learning about, like specifically the Drake culture um, of being excited and all that stuff. And to the point where he was doing what he was doing, and you know, a lot of sit the F down. This is embarrassing. It's mm-hmm. not classy. Well, you know what? I firmly believe he had a part in this Raptors success in the, especially in that Milwaukee series. He got in their heads. That is a tool that no other team has. There's no star that that is so dedicated to their team aside from maybe Jack Nicholson, yeah, the uh, with the Lakers or or Spike Spike Lee with the Knicks, and those guys are just like it. You know, if you have a problem with that, then why don't you have a problem with Mark Cuban showing up in a jersey two rows from it, yelling at the other team? There's, if you're a Raptors fan, you embrace it. You want him to do it more. He gets so much attention. You say you don't want to be a distraction. He is a distraction. For the other team, the Raptors know this guy. They know yeah. what to expect. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. If you're seeing a guy who's not worried about his image, he is just a diehard fan or acting like a diehard fan really well, in my opinion, if he's not. And you should be buying into that energy. You should be feeding off that energy and doing the same thing. And obviously, I think it's working because from the sounds of it, it was pretty loud in that arena f- throughout those playoffs. So I couldn't disagree more. I think he has to stand up more. I think he has to cheer louder. I think he has to start pointing out players in the face he's got to get in the ear of you know the curries and then the clay thompsons and durant if he does get on the court he does not shut up he is keeps he has to keep getting into the heads of the players and the other fan base you know let the other fans envy him yeah don't do it yourself embrace that part you have a, a, a super fan there's a super fan for the for the toronto raptors and there's a great story uh, that was posted i think by the toronto star on it i really suggest you read it it was about a guy who immigrated here and 
has been to every single home game since the team's inception. And he's a car dealer. It's so, unreal so, story. Yeah. And real Raptors yeah. fans will say he's super fan. So you can't, you can't throw the term super fan around with Drake. Drake is the ambassador. There is a difference. And he's doing more than his fair share of, of legwork as a ambassador, whatever the hell that means. Yeah. But he is a tool. And going back to that recruiting tool, do you think guys think it'd be kind of cool to play for a, a team where Drake is your homie? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's your boy yeah. and you go to a game and he's cheering you wearing your Jersey and you're going to his clubs with him again, with this atmosphere and Drake, it's not going to matter to a guy like Kawhi Leonard. It might matter to a guy like Kevin Durant. It might matter to a guy like Kyrie Irving. It might matter to a guy like Anthony Davis. There's a lot of stars out there that would, that would appeal to use every tool you have, because guess what? You play in another country where it's kind of tough to travel in and out of the country because of customs every time you you hit the road. Mm -hmm. And it's not like it's a tax-free province either. The province of Ontario is pretty high taxes. So, you know, you you don't have everything working for you. And our dollar sucks compared to the U.S. dollar. So you might want to use every tool you have. Yeah, yeah, I can't knock it. I respect that. Anyway, we should probably wrap up. That was was refreshing, man. That felt really, (laughs) really good. It felt great to be back. It did. And we will be back from here on in. We will be doing this weekly. Uh, we will get on social media and pump out where you can find everything. But, man, Leo, this has been great. Thanks for coming back, buddy. Yeah, reunion pod, man. terribly in a year, but it's great to see you anyway. I try, man. Fan wagon for life. <laughs> <laughs> and that does it for this week. But, man, does it feel good to be back. Remember, stay tuned for the Twitch launch as we get closer to. We will keep you informed. And, of course, keep an ear out or an eye out for the next episode as they come out weekly. I hope everyone enjoys the NBA Finals. I know we will be. We will see you next time on the Fan Wagon.